online at 960thebull.com. Your home for CBS Sports Radio, WRNS Kinston, Sports Talk 960 The Bull. CBS Sports Radio. And welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. Hey, I am Brian Hanks. Yeah, you sure are. <laughs> or you really look like him. <laughs> you you look guy. just like him. There you go. Oh, <laughs> uh, listen, if this is hour two, today is Monday, June the 5th in the year of the Lord 2023. This is hour two of episode 874 of the Brian. I don't even know if you knew this or not. Uh, you're going to play the birthday game with me today, okay? I am. Sing. I wonder what happened to the birthday game. Oh. <laughs> I heard. Well, that's how you, you man. Yeah. This is my fancy Roadcaster Pro. I I don't mind telling you. We can go in depth. We I have I have you for the whole hour, right? Awesome. Yes. Yes. Oh, no. thank you. Well, <clears throat> unfortunately, I don't have a nine. You know, at nine o'clock, I'm out of here because I have a nine o two appointment. <laughs> yeah. You got me oh, the whole hour. A nine o two. I get it. <laughs> oh, I see what you yeah. did there. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Well, first. Because we can talk about everything in the world. I'm going to go ahead right now and apologize for my stinky dog, okay? Because, uh, no, don't. I wouldn't do that if I were you. No. <laughs> <laughs> She has gotten to where she's 13 now. Okay. Yeah. She just doesn't care anymore, man. Yeah. She just, uh, wait till she gets 70. She won't, she won't <laughs> care then. Well, she is kind of, what's she's seven got, dog years? She's, I don't know. What's 13 times? 12 times seven is 84. So she's 91 now, I guess. How about that? Know. But, and I love her. I mean, oh my God. I mean, she can do whatever she, she, this is her house. She owns the house. It is yeah. what it is. But let me tell you something, man. She just does not care. She just, she will do whatever she, this has been the craziest thing over the last couple of years. You know, she's got this big old yard out in the front yard. Mm-hmm. She can do her business, you know, wherever she yeah. wants to yeah. out there. She'll, it started out with, okay, she would put her front paws like on the grass and then, uh, you know, make, make her, uh, pee on the, uh, driveway. Mm-hmm. Now she's got to where I swear, Rick, and I don't know why we're going down this road other than it just, I almost choked to death just a second ago, uh, breathing in her, uh, her, uh, offerings. How's that? But now like her, the other day it was south raining. End, her South end exhale. <laughs> well, I do. You do notice it's sort of pointed towards you right yeah, now, right? Yeah, it is. Yes, it, well, it is. Same in this way. You know, John Dawson right now, if he's listening, he's shaking his hand going, why are you talking about this, Brian? <laughs> but she's got to where she just doesn't care anymore. She, it was raining the other day. Mm-hmm. She stood in the middle of the driveway and, and just, and, and peed in the middle of the driveway. Well, I know. it's her driveway. It is her driveway. <laughs> she can do whatever she wants to do. She and can I, do that. Just don't you do it. You'll get arrested. Yeah, I did once. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're right. I, I will not be doing that. But uh, anyway, dude, just uh, I know where I was going. I was talking about the roadcaster. Thank you. I We talked about it on the air the other day. <clears throat> and, I li- and I've told people this before. I mean, I've lifted the curtain on the show. People, And I know there are still people that think that John and Jonathan come in every morning just to do the birthday game. They really right, do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I, it's sort of that, you know, that you guys did it with down East today. Yeah, I mean, you would, ahead. you would tape ahead. Yeah. Now what I always thought was so cool with what you guys did, cause you were a, a video medium. I'm just an audio medium, but you're a video medium. You and Martha would change clothes between every show. You never saw back to back shows where you had the same jacket on nope. or the same tie or the same shirt or whatever. Mm-mm. And it gave that illusion. We had 10 minutes between shows. And we would change into uh, the the Tuesday outfit, mm-hmm. 
and go back into chairs. And in 10 minutes, the three, two, one. Good morning. It's down east today. Today's Tuesday. And yep. start all over again. And it, and it was also convenient for our guest. Yeah. So it's convenient for you guys to yeah. do it that way. So Well, I just was always I, – I was listen when I watched Down East today on Tac Nine when I li- when I first mm-hmm. moved here to Kinston, I thought you guys I really did until I did your show, I thought you guys were live. Right. I, yeah. Hand to God, thought you guys yeah. were live, and I was like, oh, then. Uh, and then when I went there and I saw that, uh, I think that's what they do now with like the Price is Right and with that's, Jeopardy yeah, and with Wheel of Fortune all ahead of time. Yeah. They'll do twenty Wheel of Fortune, for instance. I do know this. They'll do twenty or twenty-two shows at a time. Yeah. That's that's right. Yeah. I mean, like 11 or 12 hours back to But think about that. I think Pat Sajak makes something like, uh, who knows, $20 million a year, whatever it is. It's a lot of money. I would do that show for $10 million. That's a take home. <laughs> <laughs> that could save half what? that money. Exactly. And you would be a heck of a lot more entertaining I, I, than Pat I think Sajak. I could do it. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Could I be your Vanna White? If you want to be. <laughs> you the man. Hey, if they pay me $5 million a year, I'd put on a little slimming dress and uh, <laughs> walk by and touch a letter. <laughs> touch a letter. And what do you think, man? We ought to pitch that to them. I don't think they'd, they'd have us. <laughs> Our hair fine. is white. <laughs> well, Pat Sajax is, isn't it? It, well, it might be. Uh, does he let it go white? Does he let it turn white? I don't that, know. Who knows? Anyway, but Anna still looks good. She does, and she's she in really, her sixties, I yeah, think. South Carolina girl. Yep. Yeah, she Myrtle great. Beach girl. Yeah, Myrtle Beach. Yeah. yeah. There you go. But anyway, back to- <laughs> from Molly's air. <laughs> to- to Vanna White's and, hair. Yeah, and Will ah, of Fortune, yeah. Hey, we made it wrong. You That's made it awesome. Rhyme. I love it. But uh, just to let people know, people think, you know, John and Jonathan coming. It's not true. We we pre-record yeah. uh, the birthday game every uh, – usually on a Monday or Tuesday night, we'll knock out five of them at a time. That's what we do. Rick, I had delete – I we use these cards right here, these little mini SD yes. cards. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, had uh, what happens is I'll even give you the process – John will come in. He gives me last week's card. I pop it in the in the adapter. I put it in my computer. I delete them off. I make sure it's brand. It's basically a brand new card again. I'll take mm-hmm. it out. I'll put it in the roadcaster. We'll record five new ones. I have never. I you explained a little bit in the text. I kind of talked about this last week, which you were listening to. Mm-hmm. I want you to tell everybody what happened. But so anyway, so John gets home. He. Does the same thing, pops out, and he's getting ready to start editing it. He's like, he messages me. He's like, Brian, this is last week. So I'm like, there. And I mean, I was pretty solid with him. I'm like, mm-hmm. there's no way it is. I opened my trash. It's in my trash. I'm looking at it in my trash. Well, Brian, we've got last week's uh, birthday eh, games. And- eh, the problem. Tell me what the problem the is. The problem is you have to empty your trash can. You have to delete it. You have to empty. It wasn't really deleted until you empty the trash can i found out the hard way in doing uh tapes for the the church the announcement videos and things i used to do those and edit them with these things like you're using and i did the same thing i went through all that hard work and hours of editing two and a half hours of recording and then well now he didn't get a chance to edit it because yeah they weren't nothing to edit but still Jonathan sitting where you're sitting. John sitting where over here to my left. And two and a half, three hours of work just flushed down the drain, yep. dude. That's so frustrating. Really. So, so when you do go, when you 
pop it in there to, to do the next show, always make sure that you empty the trash can. I am absolutely positively going to do that. And, and I, I, I redid it. And like mine were only like maybe four minutes long, but I had done a lot of editing pictures in slides, <laughs> built the slides. And then also the voiceovers like we're doing coming up in two weeks here at 902 yeah. church. So, and so, and so, and then I would maybe have a video of someone in the, in a, the children's department. Here's what the children's uh, children, 902 kids are going to be doing. Yeah. And, and I thought, man, what's happened here? And I go, I, I did it all and edited it. And now, put how did it in you find out that was after I happened. did it three or four times and I called somebody, I don't remember who I called and, and it could have been, it could have been Clark Tut. I don't know. I don't remember. Um, but I asked, what am I doing wrong? And maybe it was Clark. He said, did you empty your trash can? I said, no. He said, until you empty your trash can, whoever it was, um, said, it's, uh, it's not deleted. And I said, well, that don't make sense. It doesn't, it doesn't make it, sense. It doesn't make sense, but it's still there. It's, until that trash can is emptied, it's still there. And it will not record over top of that what you already have. So I, I you learned the just, hard way, but now, you know, empty that trash. Oh, can. I, I promise you, I absolutely am. So when you go to look in that, before you, before you take the birthday game next time on that card, you go in and make sure your trash can is empty. Then okay. you guys have fun because <laughs> you're, and you're, reco- you're recording then, but I don't did, know. Did, did anything similar to that ever. Now you said it's happened with you at nine Oh two, but when you were doing down East today, I've got, was there surely in all the year, how many years did you do it? 20, 20, years? Yeah. 20, there had, We've been doing this three and a half years. That's the yeah. first time it's ever happened to us in three and a half years. You did Down East yeah. today for 20 years. Was there ever one where you guys did your 45 minutes, 50 minutes? Or what? They were, yeah, they started. We were an hour, and then yeah. we went back to 30. Something but there like that, were yeah. times we lost shows. What did you do? We did. How was Clark? Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know what happened. There. <laughs> oh no, I don't know. Yeah, I can imagine Martha wasn't happy. I know, I know it's here somewhere. It's yeah. here somewhere. And Clark, it's gone. Yeah. Well, I don't know what happened here, but then he figured it out. But it, sometimes you couldn't do it again because the guest was already gone. You were just. You know, <sighs> what did you do? Just like do a replay of a. Yeah. yeah. Just replay replay a show with wow. with music sometimes we had musical shows you yeah. know where we had a musical guest and we'd just go back and replay one of those well i've put it off long enough that you're listening that's uncle rick vernon here on the brian hank show this morning is that all right that i, I just love that that, that just, is fine you are me. you are kinston's uncle you know i, I mean, like that ever work every, i told you that last time <laughs> yeah, you're on yeah, too and it yeah. just it stuck in my brain but uh i don't know how you would describe your uncle rick i don't know how you would describe reese gardner but reese uh just I, I, a pure soul is one way that I would describe it. Absolutely. Hey, I'm turning it over to you. Reese Gardner passed away last week. You saw John Dawson had a column up. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. B.J. Murphy wrote a column yeah. and had it up on New Snooze. Yeah. Uh, and just listen, we know, listen, Reese was very protective of his age. Did he ever tell you that? You know, I tried to get him a couple of times. He, tell me how old he was. Never, he never told me, but I knew because yeah. you can go online and find out anybody's age. Yeah. And so I always knew. But, but, but tell us about you and Reese. I mean, I know you guys had a, a, a unique relationship, too. Reese and I go all the way back to KTV when yeah. it was on Gordon Street. Okay. Um, and he had a his talk show started there. Uh, golly, that's, that's been, mm, you know, Down East Today It was in started, the 80s, right? Yeah, uh, Down East Today started in 97. So, yeah, it would have had to be in the 80s. And uh, he was doing his show there. 
uh, on KTV, and I would he would call me and to come and be on the show and and play music, basically to play the guitar and sing a song. And then when it all you know through the years, and it all became uh, um, Tac Nine, and all that happened. Uh, Reese's show moved over to Tac Nine, and I would see Reese all the time because a lot of times he'd be coming in to tape as we were just finishing our week of taping. He'd be on my show. Yeah. I would be on his show. Mm-hmm. And so uh, he'd, he'd call me sometimes and say, Rick, would you um, – No, come? no, no. Do it in your Reese voice, though. Surely you have a Reese oh. voice. Good morning, Rick. How are you doing yes. today? It's a beautiful day. <laughs> Thank you, Reese. Yes, it is. Rick, would you come be on my show today and bring your guitar and sing some of those songs, some of them good old country songs? Because yeah. he was a big, big country music fan yeah. and of uh, the old stuff, and which is I love that stuff too, and Grand Ole Opry stuff. And he'd go, to, he'd been to the Grand Ole Opry, and so that's what we talk about: old, old country music songs and old legends in country music. And and he would uh, always end his shows. If if do you remember how he ended his show? You're gonna have to remind me, but yes, I know he had a. a was it a oh. good luck and good night? That's it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he was just a legend, and and so we had really. I would give it 25 years of a relationship, and and he taught that course, Dale Carnegie. Well, I don't know how many people knew that he was. Uh, like a, he was way up in the Dale Carnegie um, course program, uh, probably nationally recognized, uh, and worked with corporations and you know motivating people and getting them to do a better job and teaching you how to do public speaking and mm-hmm. uh, and I know some people who took his course and it helped them a lot. Maybe it was students, maybe it was a businessman, or just a average good old folks that just said, I want to be better, you know, in public and when I'm speaking in front of people. Uh, and they would take his course and loved his teaching. Uh, so he, he was great in that. Uh, the man um, never had, I never heard a negative word Not ever one. come out of the mouth of Reese Gardner. Yeah. Never. And we we had personal talks about Kinston, what was happening in Kinston, Illinois County, about families, about church, about just about life in general. Never, ever a negative word come out of his mouth. And he, listen, as I said earlier, I mean, he was politically, he was a little right of center, you know. Yes, he was. He was. Yes. I see you grinning there. Much right of center. Much right of center. But even at that point, like you said, he wouldn't speak negatively. I mean, of, and he would have everybody from every side of the spectrum on his show, too. I mean, that's what makes a good interviewer. It really does. And like I said, you would talk to him personally. And even on his show, I mean, he would share that, you know, again, he was a little bit right of center. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, he would have people – he would have Democrats on his show. He would have Democratic leaders on his show. And I believe they respected him, too, because he wouldn't get them on there and grill them. And, you know what I mean? I just – the thing that I remember most – and I did a show not nearly as many times as you did, but I probably did it through the years 25, 30 times yeah, through yeah, the years. Yeah. I mean, probably a couple times a year. And um, he just – he always accentuated the positives of what you did, you know? I mean, and he would even, it's sort of like you in that way, but he just was so positive. And 
I miss him. I, yeah, I've, I've yeah. missed him for the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah, and, and he 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 moved to be closer to his family. He went mm-hmm. through a lot losing his son, and yeah. and then and um, his his bride, his as he bride. Her. Now that that was that was a sad because uh, Miss Emma uh, was such a special lady. And when you got when you were with the two of them, you got two hundred percent of positive and love. You, you know, you kind of say, "Well, I want to grow up to be like." those yeah. two because they truly loved each other and this this uh before uh, uh maybe it could have been six eight months before miss emma passed uh one sunday morning i was at church and i looked and there was recent emma at 902 wow and i would you know after church i went up and spoke to him he said rick i just wanted to come see what was going on i've heard a lot of good things and then he would have ryan on his program because mm-hmm. 902 was starting up back in uh, when we started 2013, he would have him on and say, tell us what you're doing and why you're doing it and how you're doing it. So golly, what a great guy. We're going to, this, this town, this town is going to, we're going to miss him. We've been missing him. We have been missing him. But I, I want to say this, please. And I, I wrote a little thing, um, on, on something the other day about, um, I, I, I'll come back to it, okay, okay. but I put a little thing on Facebook. Um, don't let the legend of Reese Gardner just disappear and fade away in the history of Kinston and Lenore County. Yeah. Don't let it happen. He's a, he was a big influence on, on, on positivity in this community that made a, made more difference than you realize. You find out, you find out later because in my little thing I put on Facebook a few weeks ago, uh, I was talking about the Paramount Theater because they're talking about redoing the Paramount mm-hmm. Theater. And I put a little thing on there, and I'm all for what they want to do, 100%. Yeah. And, I, and I talked about the years we spent at the Paramount Theater doing Down East Today. Mm-hmm. That's where we started, and we're probably there 10 or 12 years before we moved over to the Branch Bank building. And and Clark went in and remodeled that building, and Ted Sampley owned the building, mm-hmm. and and we know that Ted Sampley uh, um, and Clark Tut they were in, uh, interesting personalities, both of them. So that's a unique way to say yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, but but they they had vision, yeah. and they were those guys were brave enough and could care less what anybody thought to go, hey, I'm going to give it a try. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give I'm going to give this thing a try. Although, and, and so we were in the Paramount theater and I talked now, did about, you, let me interrupt for a second. Did you do it up on the stage? Where did no, you do the, no, we did it down on the floor, but okay. the stage was used for, for choirs. And we, you know, they're talking about doing that now. now you got to remember this is before my time. So yeah, this was, yeah, yeah we, the, the stage was used to uh, bring in special singers, guests. We had a grand piano up there. Yeah. And when they were there, then the cameras would be up on for the stage. And Clark and I did probably 10 years of um, Christmas specials that we would take, like we'd go in early and tape. And we yeah. would bring in local and regional uh, entertainers to come in and do Christmas songs, and which was broadcast on WITN uh, and broadcast wow. all over Eastern North. We did that for years. Yeah. And... But what I was saying is don't let the history of those guys, like, and I count uh, Clark and I count Reese, and I count, I'll count i count Ted too, yeah. for the contributions those guys made to this community, don't let those things be erased. Mm-hmm. E- even though they were, and let's make it sound, even though Clark, Clark Tut was a 
brilliant man. Very much. Not so. the greatest businessman in the world because he was too busy. He was busy vision and dreaming and and hey Clark, you got to take care of point A before you go to point B. Yeah. I'll get to that man. Let's go. Let's go <laughs> do this. What do you think about? It? Let's do this. That's a good Clark impression yeah. too. And then he, then he'd sit there and shake his leg and said and said, you know I'm gonna buy I'm gonna buy I'm gonna buy three TV frequencies, man. I'm gonna get this thing going. We're yeah. gonna be regional, and we did. And he did. He did it. But these guys. Were, we need to we need don't let the, that history be erased yeah. because broadcasting was done in Kinston and it made a difference uh, for Kinston and Lenore County and then sometimes I think people will push they'll they'll suppress something good that somebody did just because they said well we you know they that was okay but mm-hmm. but they don't realize the difference it made. If that makes sense. It does make sense. And it then other does. other things that did make a difference need to be recognized too. But don't forget, these things, th- th- that these TV shows and shows Reese did bought people from all over the country in. It did for us. Mm-hmm. All over the nation. They came to Kinston, North Carolina, or we went to where they were and talked about Kinston. Reese did it. Kinston, North Carolina, Lenore County, mm-hmm. and it made a difference. And we don't that, let's don't let the legend of Reese Gardner just just fade away into the past, into the ether. No, I agree with you one hundred percent, and <clears throat> that's the reason I like having you on here. And I mean that. I mean, you mean so much, and I know you don't want to you don't want to hear this, but I mean, you did. You meant so much to Kinston, and I, and I'm not the only one. Lots of people feel this way. We watched you every morning or watch you whenever we watched you, you know, because we loved watching you and Martha and, and who's, who are they going to have on today? You know, I mean, yeah, that kind yeah. of thing. That's and, what I always loved about your show. And, and, and the same thing with Reese. I mean, Reese's was only an hour once a week, whereas you did it, what, four or five days. Well, you did it five days a week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. People just need to realize that the, the, and it, maybe it's because of the internet, because everything's so immediate now. But yeah, we just we, yeah. we need to appreciate the past that put that gave people like me a, a platform. I mean, hey, baby, uh, I'm all distracted now. Yeah, I am too. Beauty right? just walked through the through the room, and, and he's not talking about me, folks. He's no, talking no. about uh, he's talking about <laughs> Hot Linda. <laughs> yeah. You know, they call her that down at two five two ESPN. They call her Hot Linda. Oh wow, I can yeah. understand why. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm, me, mm-hmm. yeah me too. Me too. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyway, uh, <laughs> we digress. <laughs> we did digress. Well, uh, I, and I'm. <laughs> Dude, I think you're uh, well. You're, you're ADD anyway, but yes, I am. Yeah, we know that. <laughs> yeah. Squirrel. Uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, the the thing is, well, let, let me finish what I was saying okay. about. Right. Okay, we we do. We need to appreciate the people that came before us. You know, and I think, like I said, because of the internet, that you know, we're just so immediate. Everything's so immediate, and you know, we've got to be. We can't think past twenty minutes ago. Yeah, but man, Reese Gardner was here forever. Uh, and I hate that his name, I can't, who was the radio personality that was here for years and years that, uh, oh God, that was here, that did a radio show from Kinston. I'm talking about like back in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, when you talk to the real uh, OGs here, they'll tell you, and why can oh, I not Oh, golly, and, and, and I know, but it won't come to me. Uh, uh, but he did a radio show in downtown Kinston for like 
35 oh, or 40 oh, years. Oh, oh, uh, Hank, uh, Hank. Us Hanks, uh, uh, not Brian Hanks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh golly, yes. It'll come. You know what? We've yeah. got forty more minutes. It'll come golly. to you. Golly, I know. Oh, this why. man is a legend, and we yeah. know we don't need to forget him. He even co-host. He not he co-host, and he'd also when I couldn't be do Downey's today, and I have tapes of it right yeah. now. That man co-hosting uh, Downey's today and said Rick. He had this deep radio voice. Yeah. He was on WELS. For That's what I'm saying. Ever. I, I, I'm so mad at myself. Yeah, me oh, too. Me too. Why can't I, me too. Hank, somebody, uh, like, Keith Spence, you're listening right now. Who's somebody who's listening? Text me and tell me right now. Who uh, Rick, who Uncle Rick and I cannot remember because we're both so and, old. And, and if I had my videotapes, I, I mean, I, I've got him. I have Jason him. Bryant. Remind me, okay? Who are we talking about right now? Uh, Old time radio guy, like I said, W E L S. W E L S for yes, downtown. Um, <sighs> Martha, if uh, golly, I wish she was listening. She would. She would know. Anyway, anyway, Hank. <laughs> We just need to remember. We need, forgive hey, us, <laughs> Rick. We need to remember these folks. Yes, okay, yeah, we, we really do. And that's probably going to come to me. Have you heard of a? Uh, I've been. Minutes. I mean, scouring the internet. I've been scouring the funeral homes. Have you heard when the no? Service is gonna I have be? Same thing. There's got to be a service here in Kenton. I know yeah. he's in Georgia now, yes. but there's got to be a service here in Kenton. Yeah, and for I have not heard, and I'm sure that they're working on all that. That they may have something there mm-hmm. because he's got family there, and then something here. Um, and I know that they were active at Faith Fellowship. I think that's right. Okay. Um, and so if I'm wrong on that, someone will correct me, but I think I'm right. And so we, I guess we'll hear more more about that soon. I hope so. I do too. I do um, too. So just uh, – and as soon as I find out, I'll reshare it on Facebook or Twitter. You, and then You, you the know why too. we're I, – I can tell you why we're having a hard time remembering this name. Oh, we're it's, old. It's, you combine no, our ages and we're no, 130 years old. because you're Brian Hank and he was Hank. You're Brian Hanks and he was Hank. Uh, he was Jack Hankins. Jack, Jack, Jack Hankins. Hankins. Thank you. You see, <laughs> Jack Hankins. Jack Hankins. You see? Yeah. Thank you. There Thank you. Woo. Feel good about yourself right now? Yeah, I do. <laughs> yes, you should. You should. Jack Hankins, who... Uh, a lot of people, when I started doing radio were uh, kind of picked on, not picked on me, but were like, Oh, you're trying to be the next Jack Hankins. And I'm like, no, I'm trying to be Brian Hanks, but I respect what he did. And yeah. I do know in the sixties and seventies and maybe even into the eighties, you can tell me that, like I said, I didn't get here until 2002, yeah. but he was must listen radio is what I've been. Told, yes, he was. That yeah. You well, tuned in. You had to see if something happened, what Jack Hankins thought about you it. You had Jack Ryder. When I first came yep. to Kinston, you had Jack Ryder that uh, on uh, WRNS and yep. WFTC, uh-huh. uh, and he would uh, then was a different time. So this would have been in the '60s and '70s that uh, Jack Ryder would do um, do his Jack Ryder news in the morning about seven past eight, about seven past twelve, and it was local news. Mm-hmm. And then he'd do Jack Ryder's news and commentary, and and on the other radio station WELS, you had. Jack Hankins yeah. doing his program kind of in competition. So they were both equally heroes yeah. of broadcasting in this community. And But I'm telling you, at 8.07 and at 12.07, and I think at like 5.07 or 6.07, the world stopped. Yeah. Everybody stopped. Jack Hankins is coming on. Or <laughs> or maybe uh, 
Uh, Brian, uh, Jack Hankins is coming. Forrest Dawson just jumped in. Uh, John Dawson's dad. Have you met him before, Forrest? Uh, I'm sure I have, uh, yes. He just said Jack Hankins, too. Thank you, Mr. Dawson. I appreciate it. Yes, Jack Hankins. Yeah, and so uh, these t- these guys were legends. And then Jack Hankins moved over and became part of uh, of what was happening at TAC-9. And he did some local news. I didn't know that. He did. He did. He would fill in my program when I I could not be there. And I'm telling you, folks, I have the videos of Jack at Paramount Theater. Yeah. Of Jack Hankins sitting in the middle seat and saying, "Rick Vernon's away today. I'm going to fill in and blah blah blah," and just doing a great job of interviewing people yeah. on the show. And and it was an hour show and live. Then those at the Paramount, we were always live. Every wow. morning, we went every morning and did them live. Started with two hours, okay, and then cut back to one hour. And then, you, as we got older and lazier, we got <laughs> back to tape it, tape it on Wednesday at ten o'clock and go do all five thirty minutes each. Okay, yeah. uh, so legends. These guys are legends. So let's please don't let them get erased from. You know what? You know what? I got an idea. I know, You're going to get I, Jack I, I Hankins' name tattooed I, on your arm no, so you don't no, forget it next no, time. No, I don't want. I don't want my name on it. I don't want my name on it. Uh we need a broadcaster's hall of fame somewhere here in Kenston. Put it at the art center. I don't yeah. care where you put it. Put it on a little plaque yeah. so that people walk by and look and say, oh, Jack Hankins, this? Reese Gardner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jack Ryder. Jack Ryder. Yeah. Uncle J. B. Ham. J. B. Ham. You don't have to put me on it. Dude, I just let me fa- let me fade into the background. <laughs> but I, I guess when we hear more, we'll hear more about Reese's. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, this all comes about because we lost Reese. Um, but I guess we'll hear more about celebration of his life, and it ought to be celebrated because he was an awesome, awesome man. He was an incredible man. And uh, like I said, just <clears throat> one that if you knew him, you know, there are certain people, and I include like Richie Honeycutt with this. You know Richie well. And, yep. R- R- uh, Richie used to, to co- uh, host, co-host with me. I don't know if she ever told you this. What? Maybe she didn't want to tell anybody. No, I didn't. No, seriously, no, I didn't she, know that. No, she co-hosted many times and also hosted Richie Honeycutt. Richie Honeycutt. Little Richie Honeycutt. Little Richie Honeycutt and was awesome at Oh, it. I bet she was. I, and she would not be ashamed. She, I guess it never came up, but she she co-hosted with me lots of times, and she would fill in for me when I couldn't be there. Wow. Maybe Jack well, Hankins couldn't do it. Yeah. Richie was you know right there. Yeah. Well, I, uh, but where I was going with that is just positive people. And I mean, Reese would be in there. Richie Honeyhuck, who mm, I think of is yeah. just so positive. Uh, God, there's so many more people that I could bring up, but just, uh, Molly Taylor, the director of our United yeah, Way. I, I mean, it's exactly, just always yeah. June Cummings, June, who yep. used to be. She was so on the people. show. Yeah. She, yeah. All these people. Well, I put you in that too, though. I mean, that just someone that's always positive. I've never heard you be negative before. I, the whole idea of Down East Today was to be a, a positive and entertaining program, and we wanted to entertain. And and then sometimes we got accused of being, especially when Randy Johnson was with me. We first started out Randy Johnson, who's a musician. Oh, I know Randy. Yeah, I've never and, seen him on there. And Randy was an absolute clown. He was the entertainment of the show. Yeah. And he, you were a straight guy to somebody. I was the straight guy to Randy. Yeah, and wow. he, he would do the, he would do the, you know, he'd do birthdays. People call in and have their birthdays, and he'd say, "Oh, happy birthdays today!" And he'd go down the list and make funny little stories. And but um, all the, there's just so many people that were part of, you know, the the idea of the program was to to be. Uh, I, I'm trying to think who were our first original guest on the show, the very first show. November 10th, 1997, 
Buddy Rich, George Graham, and our, oh, golly, there was one other person. And Buddy's wife, Mary Rich, used to be on, um, she had a, that wasn't her, she had a double name. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. She yeah. helped to start the Kinsley North County Sports Hall of Fame. Mary, uh, why well, I want to say Mary. God. Mary Mack. Mary Mack. What is wrong with us this morning? Maybe it's Monday morning. Must, or? must be. Must be. But they, but see, it comes. It we get it. It comes yeah. to us. But she used to uh, come. She was on the show a lot. Okay, let me interrupt you just for a second. Tell you, I love you, dude. I love you. Bye. I do, man. You're just you're awesome. Keep going though, Mary Mack. Yeah, and she would come on, and and what was so funny, and she'd be on the show, and when it would get, the show would be over, she said, "Okay." I took broadcasting in college. I took a course on broadcasting in college. Let me tell you what's wrong with this program. <laughs> and and she would. It was funny. But it, it was fun. Yeah. She said, the couch is too low. Rick, your seat is too high. You need to, y'all need something. You need a better couch. That You need to do this. You need to do that. You know what? We did everything she said to do. That's awesome. Because she was right. She was right. Well, I think I've told this story before here on the show, but it's been a while since I talked about it. She was one of the, we would not end. Listen, uh, everybody will tell you this. That's involved with the sports hall of fame. Uh, Craig Hill will tell you this. Uh, uh, Bill Ellis, everybody that's involved with the sport. George Whitfield will tell you this. There would not be a Kinsel North County sports hall of fame without Mary Mackridge. Okay? I can believe that. She yeah. was just, I wrote about it in a column and then her and George came and visited me and said, we're doing this, and you're going to be a part of it. And I'm like, I'm a sports editor of the newspaper. I've got so much to do. Well, no, you need to be a part of this, blah, blah, blah. My bet, my favorite story about Mary Mack, though, and we need to let everybody know, she was diminutive. She was not, what was she, five foot, five one, maybe? Maybe, maybe. She may have been 4'11". She, she was in that range, and she couldn't have weighed more than 100 or 105 pounds, right? I mean, right. just a but, tiny little thing. But she was she was a ton of power and ideas and vision. <laughs> I called her the uh, uh, Tasmanian devil. Yeah. She really was. She would go, like what you just said about you would go off the air, and she immediately, she did the same thing. Let me tell you, she would come in. Now, the, I would... That, those were back in the days when I was at the free press. I had my good God, Molly, my, <laughs> I mean, if I fall out Not here, here you're going to have to take over. But with Mary Mack, what, uh, she would come in the front door. She wouldn't even stop at the front desk to see Sue Smith or anything. She would come right back and she where's Brian Hanks at? And dude, like, like ice. It was like when I heard her yeah. voice say something like that, I knew a, I had probably done something wrong. Okay. And B, I was about to get my butt chewed about something. Mm -hmm. Okay. And C, I better not try to hide under my desk, which I tried to do one time and she walked in. <laughs> <laughs> so, what did you, I'm like, oh, I dropped a pencil, Mary Mack. <laughs> she was, I really did yeah, that. Yeah. And she came, she didn't stop. She came right around. But, uh, powerhouse, but, powerhouse. Oh, she was, but she oh, was and awesome. Buddy would tell you, Buddy would tell you, and he would tell you that today that she was the main reason behind his success. Was yeah. because she kind of like uh, your lovely bride too. I mean, I think you get. I know you give her oh, a lot of man. your credit yes. for. I, I, it, she brought me out of a shell because I was very. Uh, you in a shell. I'm trying to picture yeah, that. Yeah, though. yeah, because because when I moved to Kinston, I, I, I'm I, you, you know you live in one place from a from birth till you're like in middle school, eighth grade, and then we moved to Tarboro, then we moved to Kinston, and I felt like I was alone. Yeah. I, I came to Kinston not knowing anybody in the eighth grade. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I became very uh, introverted. 
but I wasn't that you, way. Yeah. Rick Vernon. Introverted. All the way through high school. Never involved in anything. Had maybe two friends I'd hang out with. Yeah. I can't even if you'd fathom t- that. If you'd have told me then that I would be an entertainer performing on stages uh, and doing television and stuff, like, I'd have said, <laughs> or become a pastor, I'd have said, you need to go get professional help. They, you know, there's psychiatrists that'll help you with that. I can't and, even but she wrap had, my mind around. My that. wife brought me out of that. She really did. She did. Your beautiful wife. My beautiful wife. My, See, my hot awesome. wife. Your hot wife. Okay, I tell you what. <laughs> let me think a couple of sponsors here. We've yes. got to talk about Maxwell House. You've got a, a neat, uh, what well, would you call? Th- this is, what do they call that? An acrylic award. Yeah. This is a national award, and it has to do with baseball in Kinston. That's why I brought How's that for a tease? <clears throat> yes. I love that. We're going to talk about that here in a second. Everything to do with well, baseball. I tell you, what, I've got, but I, I don't want to forget this. Uh, yeah. Forrest Dawson said, ask Rick about Slim Short from this area. Yes. Tell me about Slim Short. Right, Slim Short had a television program on WNCT okay. in Greenville called, uh, his name was Robert Allen. Uh, down, uh, it was called uh, Carolina Today. Carolina Today was on 31 years and was the longest running local television program in the United States of America. Oh wow! And, About what year to what year? Oh golly, the the late <clears throat> the late fifties until nineteen ninety. That show was on until nineteen ninety eight. Okay, uh, ninety seven, and John Moore became the host. Okay, and John Moore and I actually uh, did down down uh, Carolina Today together. Yeah, uh, I was a weekly co-host, and John Moore. We're we're the only living regular host uh, guest host of Carolina today. And I did it for years with slim. Okay. And slim was a, a legend, uh, in this, he was the guy when you were a little kid. And I remember being a little kid living in Pitt County when he would come on, on a snow day, the following schools will be closed <laughs> and you're just waiting there on, you're sitting on the edge of your seat. Oh, come on, come on. Fingers Pitt, crossed. Come on, Pitt County. <laughs> yeah. Pitt County schools will be closed. <laughs> and so Slim, Slim is, he is my mentor of mentors wow, for television. Okay. And as a matter of fact, I became very close to his family and his brother, uh, his uh, younger brother, and his sister also goes to 902 Church with me now as a member of our, her and her family are members of 902. And when I own a Turner and so Slim, yeah, he was my, he, he calls and he would call Jane and I to come over and sing on the shows. I have the videos wow. back in the, in the seven, late seventies, early eighties. And then one day he calls me and said, Rick, you seem pretty comfortable in front of the camera. How would you like to be a co-host, a regular co-host on Carolina today? And how did introvert Rick Vernon respond to that? Well, see, I'd come out of it then because I was entertaining. I was already in the entertainment thing. So we were on there many, many, many times singing and entertaining. And then I became a, a I've got those videos. I kept all that stuff. It's amazing. You gotta like have Linda and I over and pop in a couple of those and let us I'd watch some. I would love to, to see, see that. Yeah. I would love to I, see it. I'd love you to see the the first uh, the first. I think I still have the first video of Downey's today's first day. First day. It's have a, you transferred those over to DVDs? No, or I need still to on, do. They're still on the. I need on to have a VCR yeah, yeah. yeah. Another name that I forgot that I can't believe because I just saw him yesterday, and I'd love to get your thoughts on him. Wayne Carlisle. Oh, Wayne, yeah. Been, I mean, Wayne is a, 
it's so funny. We were at a uh, wedding shower. A wedding shower or it was a baby shower? Yeah. We were at a shower yesterday, okay, okay. Uh, that we took a gift to. I can't yeah. remember. The cake was good, I can tell yeah, you. Yeah, he was WRNS morning man for years and years. And he was at the party that I was at yeah. yesterday. Mm-hmm. And there, I think because I know you so well now that, you know, I'm and, and take this in a positive way. I'm saying I'm not liking just and drop jaw all of you. I mean, I love you and I love you dearly like an uncle, like your <laughs> uncle Rick. I am in awe of Wayne Carlisle. Yeah. I mean, when you're in his, he's, he's very, he's so nice. He, I don't know if you saw on Facebook. He let me take a picture with him yesterday. Yes, on, I did. Uh, I did see that. Yes. On Facebook. And, but, and that's another one of those long, now he's been around forever. Yeah. Right? Here's another one. Warren Tyndall. Warren okay. Tyndall was on WRNS and WFTC and WRNS his whole career. Yeah. And Warren Tyndall was a celebrity and Warren is the one who got me interested in going out to the radio station uh, back in the, the 70s. This would have been 72 or 3. He, was, he had a show called, um, oh, his was Town and Country Time. Came okay. on noon. And, uh, and it was six hours of country music. And, and then uh, and Warren also was on FTC, on FTC for years and – he did what was called concert hall at night before he moved to WRNS. You know, WFTC was in one room, right across over two rooms over was WRNS. Yeah. And you could look across and see each other. And uh, Sammy <laughs> Sammy Westbrook did the uh, the nighttime show. He's a he's a legend in broadcasting. Okay. Now these names don't mean anything to you. But there, I'm in as an awe of them as you are, Wayne Carlisle. Wow. And a Warren Tyndall is still alive, and Warren is in an assisted living center. And I will tell you that I look after Warren. Dude. I take care of all of Warren's, everything that he needs. I mean, I, I'm not having to pay out of pocket, but I'm yeah. his power of attorney. I make sure his That's so his awesome, care dude. is taken he's taken care of, that he has everything he needs. And I went to see him uh He's 77 years old. I went to see him last week and I told him, I said, Warren, this is how much money you have. Here's your, I always show him this is absolutely make sure that here's your, here's what we're doing. Yeah. And, um, and his health is not good, but his mind is still really good. And he, he, he just, he meant so much to me because I wouldn't be in broad, have ever been in broadcasting. Warren I really wanted to give it to Warren Tyndall okay. by watching him, by watching him do concert hall, and he said, "You can do this." So that's when I went and got my, and I had other jo- another job, but I got my. Used to have to have a license to do what you and I are doing right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know that. You had I did have, not know. You that. had to have no. a a first class license to be to be a broadcaster on the radio. I had well, no I idea. Did, uh, he went to school to do it. And then it got to be where well, you don't have to go to school, but you have to apply for it and go through this little stuff. Some of the old guys will remember. So I did it, and I got it, so that I could just work a shift here and there. I had no idea. Radio. That's so, crazy. So then Warren would say, "Okay, I'm a, so Jack Ryder and JB Ham gave me a part time job. I was newly married, and said, um, "Look, will you be a filling guy for us?" Heck yeah. <laughs> and so I would go to FTC and fill in on concert hall, which was easy to do because you had these old, these old records of classical music playing. And you'd every once in a while, you'd say, <laughs> it's eight o'clock PM and welcome to concert hall. <laughs> the current temperature outside is 75 degrees. Listen to some more wonderful, soothing music. 
WFTC in Concert Hall. And you'd go back. I'm, I'm telling you, that's what it was. That's awesome. And then that JB said, neighbor. And Sammy Knowles was also the manager. How would you like to fill in for on WRNS for us? Well, country music deal. And so if Sammy Westbrook was out or someone else was out, Warren, well, I couldn't do it at noon because I was working my other job. And at 6 o'clock, man, I would be at that at WRNS and boom. I was on the air. Loved it. Except then we had to spin the record to get it yeah. started. You remember those days? No. You don't remember those days. I do not remember those days. You used 45s. You had 45s. And all the commercials were on carts, which looked like eight-track tapes. Now, I do remember carts because I actually did a little radio in Gastonia before I yeah. came here. Yeah. Uh, I did a sports talk show there. And actually, we don't want to go there. I, did, I hosted a Blues and Boogie show. Cool. <laughs> For yeah. like two and a half years. So that's how exactly it's how we had commercials. And uh, when we got PSAs, you know, like yeah. uh, you would stick them in the cart and or yeah. you would stick them in the machine yeah. and play it. But and, and, no, and, I don't ever remember the everything what? was printed out. You know, you'd get a format of how the six hours was going to run six hours six, did six hours. And then when it got time for the news, and, and, and you know how you like to time everything? Yeah. Well, basically, you were sit, I would be sitting there timing everything for, from commercials to all of this so that when it got time for the North Carolina News Network at that time, I wanted it to be perfect. So that record would be playing as it would end, maybe Conway Twitty singing Hello, Darling. <laughs> and as it came to the end of that song, at like right as it's, just fading away. Dun, 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 dun. This is the North Carolina News Network. Then you'd be sitting there going, wow. <laughs> People don't understand that. I love, that. You, I you love know. that feeling. Yes, I do. They yes, don't understand do. that timing issue. That It's all timing. And so uh, I got to do that. And I loved every minute of it. But I didn't want to make a living at it. And yeah. I probably couldn't have like you did. I mean, this guy became a zillionaire here. Brian Hanks became a zillionaire doing this kind of stuff. Yeah, not quite. <laughs> but uh, no, I have about five other jobs too. People don't. Yeah, people don't realize broadcasting. Back then, broadcasting, even if you did it full-time, you might need to have a little something else on the side. But yeah. things have changed a lot now. They have. And we they didn't have the competition. Have. We didn't yeah. have competition. Well, you guys have now Rick Vernon, Uncle yeah. Rick Vernon. Have you got uh, some commercials. To I do. I, I, well, we, I do reads. I don't really uh, play commercials that much. I do sometimes. I've got a couple that I've got recorded. But let me. Can I tell you about UNC Lenore Healthcare? Yes, sir. You can. <laughs> UNC Lenore Healthcare. They are the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks Show. Nestled. That's a word we just don't use nearly enough. Nestled. No, we really don't. <laughs> Nestled in the heart of Lenore County, right here in Kenton, UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional health care for the people it serves. With a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find in hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road right here in Kenston for all your health care needs or call them at 252-522-7000. You can also email them at info at lenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org and thank you to beverly jenkins i know you know beverly mm, yes she's george jenkins child bride that's what i yeah. call her okay. <laughs> i'm not sure that he's he likes that but uh <laughs> but i mean you look at him and he looks old you know and then you see her and she looks like she's in her 30s there I mean, you go. I, yeah. he robbed the cradle okay? yes he did it sounds like it <laughs> but there you go but uh thank you to uh beverly and unc lenore healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview we'll get right back to it in a second here with rick vernon but thank you to uh, all our other day one sponsors spence automotive uh woodman life you heard about woodman life and rendell parrot academy earlier thank you to the kenston police department 
Have you ever thought about being a police officer, Rick Vernon? No, sir, because my dad was a career police officer, and I didn't want to be. I said, no, I don't. Did he discourage you from that? No, no. um, The the thing is, he was a career police officer, and my uncle was also uh, a police officer uh, here in Kinston. Wow. And I just. You know, people would say when I was a kid, I remember, you want to be a policeman when you grow up? No, I did not want to be a policeman. <laughs> well, if you do, though, Rick Vernon, mm-hmm. they're recruiting police officers right now, the Kinston Police Department is, okay? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, I mean, you're a little bit, probably, you're I'm, probably I'm, out of the age I'm range. I'm probably out of the age range, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if you change your mind, you would call Sergeant Moody at 252-939-3208, and, uh, and you could become a police officer. Also, thank you to the Down East Wood Ducks. And I tell you what, I want you to talk. We've got 12 minutes left here before the top of the hour. I want you to talk. Well, we've got Rick Vernon. He is our big interview, as always. Like I said, uh, hey, you're going to love this. Guess who's listening right now? Who? Kenston Police Department Chief Keith Goyette, and he said, we will take Rick. <laughs> I see. How about Chief that? Goyette. Chief Goyette. Yes, he is on the uh, gate board with me. Yep. So, so if he says I'm in, I'm in. Can I drive real slow? I don't want any <laughs> trouble. Hey, hey, uh, now, Chief, now you probably only want to give him one bullet, and then you want to make sure like <laughs> it's, it's, it's in, in his in pocket. pocket. Yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> but how about that? Thank you, Chief. But, uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, so I, I, that, there's a, there's hope for me. Officer Rick. Instead yeah. of Uncle Rick, you'd be Officer Rick. No, let me just – I'll tell you what I can do. Okay. I can do this. The uh, – the, the senior citizen thing, like the real old cop going along, and for little kids running mm-hmm. down the sidewalk, just let me, hey, kid, <laughs> quit your running on that sidewalk. <laughs> what do you think, Chief? I think that would be good. Let's, let's, what, well, you do it through a bullhorn, too, though, right? Yeah, I won't get too close. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Get on, kid, get off the street. <laughs> God, that quit running. Good. Don't you know, get them skateboards off the sidewalk. <laughs> just an old, just an old geezer. That, that'd be the but geezer. But you've never been. No, nah, geezer see, patrol. You, yeah, you, that's not you, though, dude. <laughs> no. Nah. You love kids and small animals. Yes, I do. Know? I said I, that in the first hour before I brought you on. I don't know if oh, you heard well, thank that or not, you. but I was talking about Uncle Rick Vernon. He loves children and small animals. Yes, that's true. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Officer Rick. I like that. Thank you, Chief. That's good. I think hey, we need to. I like that. I like that a lot. Okay. Uh, tell. Before we get out of here, you've got to tell me what is that right there? You've got a Maxwell House. It's like you said, it's a. It's, it's it looks a, like it's, a trophy. It's it is a trophy. It's a Maxwell House cup with the with the last drop. See it dripping yep, down there, yep. uh, and and it's in this acrylic thing. It's like weighs about. It looks 10 like pounds. you could kill someone with that. Okay, and and <laughs> this is a, you could, <laughs> and Keith, I won't. <laughs> but this is um this is an award I received a national award. That was only given to twelve people in uh, in Maxwell House, and I received this because of Kinston baseball. Uh, back when North Johnson, it was the Kinston Indians, mm-hmm. and it was it must have been this. Was, I was given this in nineteen ninety one in uh, Boca Raton, Florida. Not knowing that I was going to get it, I was down there for a big national meeting, and everybody in Maxwell House was there, and. And I'm sitting there, and I'm wondering, you know, they have this orchestra there. I mean, it's just a big, just picture this big production by a company that's worth a zillion dollars, and they make sure that you're having a good time. And, and so it was the Maxwell House. I bet your hotel room was really nice, wasn't oh, it? Oh, yes, very much so. <laughs> the, and, the, and, that the, and so they're presenting the Master Club honorees. And Master's Club for Maxwell House then was like the Master's Club in, like the Master's in golf. So they kind of followed that. You got a jacket and all this neat stuff. And so 
it got down to number 12, you know, and I was sitting there really sitting around the table joking with my coworkers at the Charlotte table because I was based out of Charlotte but living here. And I said, guys, if they give out award for the least achiever, I'm going to win that tonight. And we were <laughs> laughing. The next thing they say is our next recipient of the Maxwell House Master Club or inductee into the, inductee into the Maxwell House Masters Club is someone who uh, worked with uh, a minor league baseball team. And I'm going, well, okay, minor league baseball team. And came up with a promotion for a minor league baseball team uh, with Maxwell House Coffee and began to sp- start spilling out little things. And I said, well, wait a minute, I did that. I did. Check marks are going off in your and head. We had nev- and they had ne- never before been a promotion with a minor league team. They had always done major league mm-hmm. stuff. And they began to tell what I w- had done, which is I, I, I said I, I, I hired the San Diego Chicken to come to the historic Granger Stadium I got a grocery store chain tied in with that. Uh-huh. And then I had the Kinston Indians go to the grocery stores and stand near the displays. I had a big, uh, had the wall painted back there, you know, center field with Maxwell House with the drop and all that. And the grocery store kind of mixed it together. I bought the stadium out and said, anybody that brings a, a Maxwell House product with you gets in free. Wow. And then I we gave away like super prizes the whole night. The San Diego Chicken came and did this great big funny, you know, you remember. Oh, him. I remember the San Diego yeah, Chicken. Yeah, yeah. It was a big deal. I don't know where he is now. And I know, I know time is running out. Oh, no, you're but, good. You're good. You're good. But I, I won this national award for that promotion. Wow. And, 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 you know, I know that we, you know, we heard the sad news about the wood ducks and all of this. Yeah. Um, and, you know, everybody's, well, why, 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 why? Uh, can I give you some opinion? Rick, that's why I told you before when I asked you to come on, I wanted to get your opinion. Talk to and me. And this is not against anyone that's with the organization yeah. now. There's two things. That, that I always uh, I have this um, this little saying, and it's mine. Um, and it's uh, you know how do you how do you succeed at anything? And it's promotion, 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 location, location, location. Promotion, promotion, promotion. <laughs> nine things there. Yes. Yeah, nine. The nine yeah. steps. And you yeah. notice that on the outsides was promotion. And marketing is a key thing. Now, I know marketing has changed since the days that I was. I, I get it. Yeah. understand that. But not only local marketing, but national marketing is important, important with companies like Maxwell House or whatever, or Coca-Cola, just Coca-Cola or McDonald's, or McDonald's or, yeah. Pepsi, whoever you pick it, because that's what kept down East today on the air was promotion, promotion, promotion. And those of you that watched the show, if you ever noticed on the show with me, there was there was there were companies that the stuff was on the table. Yeah, and and I will say Pepsi Cola, the Menjis Bojangles. I, the Bojangles bingo. immediately comes to mind. I remember seeing the Bojangles box and cups on the and table. bingo. And you don't know how many times with Bojangles and Pepsi, and they used big national advertising companies to help to promote their products, and they would say, you know, you need to. Why don't you pull it off that local program? And Cam McCray said, I'm not pulling Bojangles off of. Down East today ain't gonna happen. Jeff Minji's yeah. same thing. I'm not pulling. Uh, I'm not pulling Pepsi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can do whatever y- y'all do what you want to, but we're not. We're not. Mo- 
marketing. Yeah. Marketing. And, yeah. you know, every once in a while I say, I'd always say, well, I'm going to Bose. I, I you know, get ready to end the show. Yeah. I said, I'm going to go get my bow, my bow biscuit. See mm-hmm. y'all. Or, and I had my standard ending of the show, but somewhere in there, I said, I got to go get me a bow biscuit. I remember. <clears throat> and, uh, or I'm going to go sit me a Pepsi or Mountain Dew. Yeah. Or I would be sipping it on the show. Marketing, marketing, marketing. Mm-hmm. I believe somewhere along the way, the marketing part fell out. Mm-hmm. That Nobody to blame. Yeah. Maybe, but everybody to blame. Second. The second thing, historic Granger Stadium. All right. Now, but some people are going to throw a rock at me. I love historic Granger Stadium. I know you do. I love it. Love it. I, 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 I can just, I got history and this and when i was a kid going to the games with my friends going to the games as as an adult carrying my boys but in the world we live in today if you want to get the younger families and younger people at the ball game you're going to we're not going to have any problem getting older people not at all but you know what we're dying off rick yeah we are but you want to get the younger people Mm -hmm. you gotta build a stadium yeah you can you can and we we struggle with this at 902. We want to build we want to build a big building one day. But what we're having to do now is just we just keep fixing up what we have to try to make it as modern as possible to draw people in that hey when they come in they it's like I like this. Mm-hmm. And so the inside we've spent a lot of money to to fix it up and make it look better and more modern. But after a while the historic part of it means a lot to you and me mm-hmm. and to the local folks. But to the people that you're trying to pull in, which would be tourists and people from outside, it's it just it's here's what happened. I don't know how many months ago this was. I don't know how I found this out. I can't remember, but I was surfing the internet for something, and I came across some information about Spartansburg. And I this is before it was ever announced. Before wow. I'm, before anybody said anything, I'm telling you folks, I was surfing along and I came across something from Spartansburg, South Carolina that said they were going to build a stadium and they were going to go after a minor league team that's already in place somewhere on the east. And I said to myself, look out, Wood Ducks. That, I'm, I'm telling you folks. Well, I believe I saw you. It's it. just a sad. I, I, mean, I just... didn't go out and say, we're going to lose them. We, I didn't because I didn't know for sure. I don't mm-hmm. I, It was just, and they were going to spend millions and millions. $250 million. Yeah, dollars. Yep. A quarter of a billion dollars. A quarter of a billion dollars. I know we can't do that, but my point is being this. Uh, they went there. They're going to market that thing too. Mm-hmm. And they, and all around that stadium is going to be a virtual city of its own, like the Vatican of baseball. Yep. No, we can't afford to do that. Uh, and I get that. Um, but those two things, I think the historic, the historic Granger Stadium, as much as we love it, and marketing. Now, maybe marketing first. Have you been to the Fayetteville Stadium? And we, you are right. We're, we're down in the, we're in the short rows now. Yeah. Okay. But uh, these new stadiums, Winston Salem's got a relatively new stadium. Uh, um, Fayetteville does, and of course, I guess Spartanburg's building one too. And I've been to those stadiums, and I'm telling you, I mean, they, they've spent. I mean, and I love. I'm with you. I love historic Granger. Me stadium, too. But there's really nothing in it. You put on top of that, we are a tier one county. You know, I mean, Kenston is one of the poorest cities in mm-hmm. the state of North Carolina. We've just got to find a way. We're never going to get another minor league team. We're going to get a Coastal Plain League team. We're going to get uh, probably that old North State League team. We can mm-hmm. keep them. And we're going to have baseball in Granger State. Right. I think that's right. what people are most concerned about. They think we're losing the Wood Ducks. 
we're not going to have – nothing nah, could be yeah, further right, from the right, truth. Right, I, There's going to be baseball there. Yeah. And listen, Corey Povar and our Parks and Rec Department are brilliant. And they're genius. There is going to be – there are going to be events in uh, historic Granger Stadium. It's just not going to be affiliated minor league baseball. And, and, and with baseball, I think – here's another thing. I think we need more concerts. I believe you'll see concerts out there, too. Yeah. And I, and the reason that we've not had a whole lot out there, we are in the final minute here. <laughs> uh, I know, dude, it always happens this way. But uh, it's because it messes up the the playing surface to have uh, concerts gotcha. and stuff out yeah. there. So that's why we've not had as many. I believe, though, when we uh, lose uh, the Wood Ducks, you're going to see a lot more of that over the next little bit. Listen, Rick Vernon – Man, we just rolled and, and I don't like I said, I don't know if you heard it in the first hour, but I'm like, I always say, hey, I need to, we just need to have like a set third Thursday in every uh, <laughs> month or something like that, have you on or something, because I say, oh, I can't wait to have you back on. And then it's the last time you were here was three months ago. It just blows Man, my mind. That, that seemed like it. It, it. It's crazy. Listen, Rick, thank you so much. What my you pleasure. got? You got you appearing anywhere? You doing any shows anywhere? Uh, June seventeenth, we have a show at the Duplin Winery Dinner Show. June just 17th. a few seats left. She's almost sold out. Very good. Listen, Rick Vernon, thank you. Thank you so much to Mark Panicelli in our first hour tomorrow. We'll have Richard Clark on, and uh, shoot, I don't remember who else we're having on. Hey, have a great Monday. We'll see you tomorrow on the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College. Woo. <laughs>